Anyway, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles podcast, man. This is, I'm, I'm your man, the guru. Y'all know me. And then my man, Quinn. What's I, happening? What's happening? I know, right? Uh, on behalf of K Pete and E Diggers, uh, they are working in a family emergency, uh, respectively, between those two. So shout out to those guys. Listen, if you are in the building, please stay because I got some. Listen, I dug up a special treat for y'all. So you have to stay. You have to stay. If you don't stay, you're gonna miss the treat. Then you're gonna be inboxing me later talking about why you tell me to stay. Why you tell me to stay? Uh, but today we have a great, great show lined up. There are there are three topics that we're gonna get into today. We're gonna get into Roe v. Wade, of course. So that's the big that's the big hitter. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, uh, Bishop Dwight Reed here in a little bit. Those of you that don't know him, we'll get to know him real good. And the topic for today uh, will be. There is no hate like Christian love. That's the topic for today. We're going to get into that. Um, so before we get into that, I want to say, what's up, Quinn? How was your week, brother? How, uh, what's going on with man, you? Man, I've been good, man. How about yourself? This yeah, Man, you know, it's it's Sunday. It's another week. I've been, I made it through. Yeah, I just worked what? I just finished a 98-hour pay period finna do another 98 hour 99 hour pay period Man, so you're a jamaican, you're a jamaican. I, I, thought, I thought you was american you're not american i am american oh you know i'm more chalk i'm more i'm more <laughs> chalk talk than jamaican <laughs> you, you you straight jamaican i am all right so listen we're not gonna waste any time with it we're gonna get right into the topic the, uh, i have a special 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 guest uh on the show today and uh, me and this young lady go back. Um, miss her tremendously. Uh, glad she's, she was able to jump on with me today. I really uh, appreciate her. So I'm going to introduce her this way, okay? If you guys are on TikTok, um, and you, if you're not on TikTok, you really should be, right? Because that's where everybody at. Uh, if you've never heard of the Blackerate News on TikTok or Facebook, where you been? Where you been? But I'm gonna I'm play a little something for you. Hold on, hold tight. Let's see if I can find it. Here we go. Absolutely overjoyed at this decision, but here's the irony. Tonight we are bracing for Democrat cities vandalized by Democrat voters and Democrat states where their abortion laws won't be affected by today's ruling. Of course, Bobblehead is overjoyed. She allegedly already did what she needed to do. But I digress. So what Bobblehead said there is basically what the Republicans talking point has been today. The Republicans have been going on faux news, OAN, basically any place they can go to hurry up and lie. That is basically what they've been saying. So there was a protest at the Capitol in Phoenix, Arizona today. And at the beginning of the day, it was peaceful. They peacefully marched to the Capitol and chanted and protest and everything was all good. But then this happened. So that's what was happening when the police showed up and they decided to do this without any warning. According to protesters, they didn't say anything about dispersing. They just decided to do this. So of course, Faux News reported it like this, Arizona abortion protests Police released tear gas. Lawmakers held hostage in the Senate building. Child, anyway, so they fired the tear gas, but baby, them protesters, hell no, we won't go. (laughs) 
The protesters said, we will not comply. So no word on if anyone was arrested or if anyone was hurt. But of course, I will keep you guys updated to any changes. But this is breaking news. Look, if they didn't do anything about the frumpy dump tank sniffers breaking down fences and hitting people with flagpoles and bear spray, a little rattling of the doors ain't going to hurt nobody. But let's remain peaceful. Don't do what they think you're going to do. Let's keep it G-rated, players. Put your thoughts in the comments. This is Double D Mo. All right, so now if you guys don't recognize that commentary and don't know who, when when you hear Hey Player or when you hear Lauren Bobblehead or when you hear anything like that, you don't recognize that, that voice, you are in the wrong line of work, okay? Who I have today is my special guest, Miss Tiffany Jones, a.k.a. Double D Mother. She is the creator of the Blackerit News Network over there on Facebook and everywhere else for that matter. So everybody give her a standing ovation. Round of applause, all that from Miss Tiffany. Hello, hello, hey players, hey players, <laughs> you know, and, and I still, I still live for, I still live for, um, oh, um, what a disgrace! I declare, I just, honey, <laughs> what a disgrace! I think everybody else likes it now too. Okay, oh, yeah, and <laughs> she's done made it big too. She's on what was that? Um, that one I saw your uh, TikTok last night. It was you had made some real. Oh, oh the Daily Caller. Daily it, Caller. That was my liberal tears, and then uh, NPR. I was on NPR. I was very happy Ooh. about that. National National Public Radio. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was pretty, I was shocked about that one. That's pretty. Dope. So this mm -hmm. is what we're gonna do. And the reason why I brought Tiff on because I told her the other day when I texted her that uh, nobody can bring home a point like Tiff Jones. Now, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't work with her. Um, and all that, I know what she can do. So we're going to get into the Roe v. Wade conversation, okay? Because mm -hmm. that is the the burning topic of the country. Uh, Miss Tiffany, when cause I saw your TikTok and I got that one too, but I didn't play that one when you broke the news that they had overturned it. Mm -hmm. As a woman, what what went through your head? What was your thoughts? I mean, there had been rumblings about it before they uh, mm -hmm. finally overturned it, but what were your thoughts as you were? <clears throat> I mean, I had already worked 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 through my emotions um, with it, but I'm just gonna go back to when I heard the leak because honestly, the link the leak was uh, where I had the first initial shock of it. Like, you know, as a woman having uh, no rights to your body autonomy, um, it it is 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 disgusting, you know. But. Um, as I'm sitting here as a black woman, I have to say that black women have not had uh, control over their body autonomy for a very long time. I mean, going back to uh, slavery, we could talk about that. You know, um, I've I've been telling people uh, and I'm just going to keep it a stack with you because I can't be sure. any other way. Yeah. Um, this overturning of Roe v. Wade is not about the black woman's uterus. Mm -hmm. This is about the white woman's uterus. And I don't know if you have any white listeners here, but hey, I keep it a stack with my white players. So I'm going to sure, keep it a stack yeah. with yours. Yeah. Um, this isn't about the uh, white, uh, the black uterus. This is about the white uterus. The the black uteruses have already been in the kitchen. We have already been involuntarily uh, uh, sterilized. We have already been uh, forcibly pregnant or made forcibly unpregnant. We've already mm -hmm. been in these situations. Um what this is about is the control of the white woman's uterus to make sure that they are pumping out those children because at the end of the day, the uh, we have to be honest and say that the white population is decreasing. We're not having, we, and I'm talking about black women, we're mm -hmm. not having the abortions at the alarming rate. If you look at the uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, I'm not going to say alarming. I'm going to say a higher rate. So I'm going to backpedal on that one. But um, we are not having the ab abortions at the higher rate. Black women are not. Even women of color. These are white women that are having these abortions. So what they're trying to do is control those. They want to strong arm the, uh, the uteruses of white women. So right. what does that mean for us? That means that white women now need to join us at the table at the cookout and they need to say, hey, what do I need sure. to do regarding this? What can we do? We need to stand in front of you in this fight, because at the end of the day, now they're personally attacking us. We've been telling you this. We've been telling you that we've been dying from um, these pregnancies, uh, the the black maternal uh 
mortality rate is is the highest uh, in, in throughout any uh, demographic. So when I first heard of it, I thought, well, you know, uh oh, a white woman's mad, mm, and somewhere. yeah, they're mad. <laughs> they're gonna be mad about this. Absolutely. I, I you know, when I heard about when I first heard the rumblings about Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was like, well, they're not gonna overturn it. It's been it's been standing too long. I mean, it's it's one of those. It's, it's been up for what fifty years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have doors, and so for me, do this for me, Tiff. Break down for me what for those that are listening that don't understand really what Roe v. Wade meant, the law itself, and and how it fits into the overturning. Well, Roe v. Wade is basically giving you the constitutional right to have an abortion, meaning you have the constitutional right over your body. Back in 1973, uh, Roe v. Wade was taken in front of the Supreme Court, and uh, that was when RBG was there. That's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Justice Ginsburg. That's when she was there. And basically what they were arguing is that the... um, the ability to have and seek an abortion legally should be a constitutional right. And they ruled in favor of that. Now, here's the thing. The the ruling that we got on Friday, not only is it Roe v. Wade, but it is also um, Casey versus Planned Parenthood. So they went beyond the scope of Roe v. Wade and actually turned uh, overturned Casey versus Planned Parenthood, which right. basically takes away all of your constitutional rights to an abortion, and it will basically leave it up to the states to whatever laws that they would do. Um, basically, what uh, what the justices were saying is that this needs to be determined by the states themselves. So anywhere you go, there will be a different law based on. Um, what state you live in, but what Roe v. Wade and Casey uh, versus Planned Parenthood does is made it a constitutional right. They have stripped that constitutional right away and said, hey, you no longer have this constitutional right. Whatever your state says you're supposed to do, that is what you're going to do, period. So if they say you can't have an abortion in the state of Louisiana, if they say you can't have an abortion, um, it period. You can't have an abortion, period, even if it's incest, even if it's rape, even if it's uh, yeah. uh, uh, that, going to cause you. you to die. You know what I'm saying? Anything. They can they can literally say that that your body is basically a holding cell for this child. And um, whether you birth this child uh, healthy or not, you're going to do it because I said you're going to do it. That's basically what they did on Friday. And that's Roe v. Wade in itself. I got a spirit it there. I'm sorry. And and, uh, also, me being from Mississippi, living in Mississippi, you know, you you literally had these when they were up for their uh, to be uh, when they were in front of the Senate. I I forgot uh, when they were making their campaign to become um, justices. You had Kavanaugh and. Everybody saying that oh it's you know what I'm saying it's it's written law you know it's 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 precedence we won't do this we won't do this you knew you knew then they were lying through their teeth because Trump said he were he was only going to appoint justices that would overturn Roe v Wade Absolutely. so when he tapped them on their shoulder for that pos- that position he already let you kn- he already knew in his mind that these people were going to say what they were going to say just to become a justice. And the thing is about, for me, in this country where there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, the minority, which is the Republicans, they're the minority in this country. They are pushing their own moral and religious views on the rest of the country. But here's the thing. How can you say that the c- control of a woman's body goes back to the states, but when it comes to gun laws, that needs to be federal? Absolutely. Right. I, I, I don't understand. You just overturned New York state gun law and said they can't have that law, but you want to tell because it's not it because of federal statutes. But 
you want to say Roe v. Wade isn't a federal statute, so you can overturn that and return back to the state. Nobody should have control over another person's body. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. 100%. I mean, like I said before, anyway, <laughs> is that I don't, you know, I have daughters. I have I have two grown girls and then I have uh, Zariah, who is 11. And, you know, I know Idaho just passed a bill here, a law here, was it, a couple months ago, where uh, if, if, a, if a child uh, or if a person, a woman has a, an abortion, the parent, the other parent, the other party can actually sue. Mm-hmm. The person who had the abortion, like what? Who? Uh, mm, okay, so Tiff, let me ask you this: Now that it, now that they have overturned Roe v. Wade, what's next? Well, hmm. uh, just about six months ago, we had the Re- Women's Reproduction Act that was passed in the House of Representatives that was supposed to codify. And what I mean by codify is basically um, enforce, or not code, uh, not enforce, but um, kind of put a little bit of of umph behind Roe v. Wade, kind of keep it to where even if it was overturned, you would still have this to fall back on. So that was passed in the House of Representatives, but when it was passed at the when it went to the Senate, of course, it was DOA. It did not pass at the Senate. Now that would have basically said that hey, you have a right to get an abortion up to I believe it was 15 weeks in that or something like that, which is basically what Roe v. Wade was. So um, what's next now is number one, they could go back and redo that um, vote at the House, um, maybe tweak it a little bit, and they could uh, represent it at the Senate. They're going to have to be able to get rid of the filibuster in order for anything to happen. That's not going to happen. But we have a very important election that's coming up in November that even if they do do it, I mean, if we don't keep control of the House, it's not going to matter. You know what I mean? You so they can do seats in the Senate also. Yes, yes, we, is, we definitely is there a possibility that. of that happening? Not in November. Not, Not in November. November. Not in November. We're going to have to wait to 2024 for that because I don't think anybody um, is up that will flip a seat is up for uh, up, up for grabs. But in the House, we could lose the House, definitely. Oh. Um, so that can happen. Also, I just want to bring this to your uh, viewers' attention. You know, if you know any nonprofit organizations that are supporting um, abortion rights, like the travel for the people that's going to be yeah. living in these states that are going to have to travel to other states. Like if you're in the state of Louisiana, Mississippi, you're going to have to go o- all the way over to California or um, even farther beyond that to get to, to get gain access to an abortion. So finding your non nonprofit organizations that are going to be supporting that also supporting the businesses that will be uh, funding um uh, travel. Uh, Nike is one. They will be funding. They have put Levi, travel reimbursed. Levi, Dick Sports. Goods, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, uh, there's several. Uh, Chase Bank. They're actually going to yeah. be supporting. So supporting those businesses that do have that. Now you also. Now I'm not going to tell you to go out and just support just because of that. Uh, you right. need to look at some of the other things because just right. because they're supporting that doesn't mean they're not strong arming something else so um definitely doing that but that's basically what's next if congress wants to act they're going to have to pass some kind of law um i highly doubt that it would happen uh but i mean it's worth a try to at least let the american people know that you're listening and you're watching but if you're not going to get rid of the filibuster um it's not going to happen period and (laughs) as long as you got cinema and um mansion mansion in there Mm -hmm. you won't have any real change in gun laws and you won't you won't have any real change in abortion rights either because those are the two senators and and let me just put this out there not not to get off topic but i wish people understood how government works and knew what the the powers of the president are because the president only can do so much. That's why there are three equal branches of government. So for folks that say, oh, Obama didn't do this, Biden ain't doing this and all of that, when you're hamstrung by your Senate or by your uh, by your justice, the executive branch can't do it. The judicial branch and, uh, uh, and the other branch can't do anything. You know, Absolutely. Won't, won't let you do anything if you're hamstrung by them. 
I would say that in what I call President Biden or any president for that matter, they're just a glorified spokesperson. I appreciate for him to go out to these cities where uh, where uh, these massacres, these tragedies have happened. Of course, it's good and refreshing to see a president that can um, show some type of empathy. Uh, There's it's good to see him have um, the uh, moral uh, compass that is needed to lead a country. However, comma, uh, he doesn't have any any powers whatsoever other than. Uh, his executive orders and honestly I always say about executive orders that they're not worth the paper that they're printed on because the next president that comes along can just throw those out we saw him do that so many times with uh, Donald Trump so um, you know it's very important that we understand how government works and if you're not voting if you're just voting for the president and you're expecting change then you're not going to see the change if you're not voting at your local elections i'm going to get off my soapbox but i will say this if you're not voting at your local elections where you have your state senators because these laws that are now these trigger laws that are uh, making it illegal to have abortions in these states. These were done at the state level. These aren't federal laws. So you just think about that for this for a second. These are the people that you are that are voted for every two years that you are too lazy to go down there and vote for, but you will scurry your ass on down there and vote for the president and wait in, in the line for hours. However, comma, you did not do it when it comes down to the local uh, elections and now you're stuck with this state senator that is sitting up here passing all kind of gun laws and uh, voting uh, rights and all this kind of stuff, but you're looking at the president to fix it. He can't freaking fix it because this is done at the state level. So, no. look, that's that's you need to get out and, and vote. You're exactly you right. <laughs> because I know for a fact, I know a lot of people, like, especially in my hometown, they be like, Man, they want to change this, they want to, yeah, I gotta get out. If like if you right. got people who've been on the and when she says local, that also extends to your city government, also your your uh district attorneys, your mayors, your city council, all of it. Chief because of police. Chief of police, sheriff, all of that. That controls what goes on in your city. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to vote for your congressman and you have to vote for your state congress and your state senators also. Mm-hmm. Also, on the national level, too, we have to take advantage of all these different blocks of voting. That means going to the primary, doing the primary voting also, because I know a lot of people, especially in our community, why I'm going to waste my time going voting? They ain't going to do nothing for us anyway. The thing is, you have to put people in power that's going, that has the same mindset as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, and yeah. we, we, we have the numbers to make change, but if we don't utilize our numbers, then what can we, what can we complain about? Exactly. You know, exactly. You know y'all know me. Both of y'all know me. Y'all know I'm very simple. I'm very simple. This is how I feel about it, right? Hey, now. bro, come on now, dog. <laughs> come on, man. So we're gonna go ahead and move right along to our next topic. <laughs> we're gonna get. Listen, before I want to ask Tiff, Tiff, can you stay on another? Uh, you stay on with, with the next? Yeah, topic? I'll stay on. But I, you know what, y'all gonna talk about Bishop, and I don't know who that is, but okay. I'm gonna listen to y'all. Okay. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run video. One thing you taught me. Why we do? So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, we're gonna talk about Bishop David Reed. David Reed is a bishop out of I can't remember what state he's in, but he married, ended up marrying one of his parishioners who was 18 years old, who mm. was the daughter of one of his ministers inside of the uh the church. And so when he when the minister and the when his wife were going through marital trouble, he counseled them. So that's when he met uh little mama at 14 years old and decided that he wanted to go ahead and marry her. A little bit of that beautiful being footage. This is a TikToker. I can't think of his lady's name. Uh, I'm going to run it. Here you go. Hey, y'all. Just coming through with this story that I just caught wind of on another social media platform, a.k.a. Facebook. Um, this gentleman here, his name is Dwight Reed. He's 63 years old. He's a bishop in Iowa. This young lady right here, her name is it right, Jordan Goodlett. She's 18 years old and she attends the church now she attends the church as the first lady because apparently allegedly mr reed married her a day after she turned 18 years old and this is allegedly his fourth wife right 
And word on the curb is her father walked her down the aisle for this particular wedding and her mom did not attend. And as you may understand, those parents are divorced. But Mr. Reed was their counselor while they were going through their divorce problems, allegedly. I'm, I'm going to stop it right there. So my question, did he groom her? Absolutely. Yeah. A day it after is, her 18th birthday? Absolutely. That, that relationship has been going on for a while. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah, and, and, and here's my thing. And a lot of people feel say I'm wrong for how I feel, but I absolutely feel this way for a reason. Mm-hmm. I grew up in my high school. We had a lot of teachers having relationships with, with students. That was disgusting to me. And I feel like if you are not born within the same bracket as someone, like me, I set standards for myself. I'm not going to date someone on five years older than or someone on five years younger than because I don't feel like we have anything in common. Mm-hmm. Now, for according to this gentleman, you marry her a, a day after she turns 18 and yeah. you met her when she was 14. You were molesting that child at one point in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to hear nothing. And I hate the hypocrisy hypocrisy of the church. I hate it with oh, passion. Be simply because y'all sit here, y'all all holier than thou, but the pastor around here is, that and that goes that goes for the Catholic Church and everything else too. Y'all doing all this preaching, but y'all messing with these children. You sleeping with your parishioners, husbands, all of this. And and you sitting up there, and to me, church ain't nothing but a hustle now. You know what? We're going to get into that. Hold that. Hold that right there. I I just want to... Mr. Reed, though, and I'm going to talk about this on what's, what's on E. Digger's mind here at 7.30 Central Time. I'm taking over his show tonight um, with me and Pastor Michelle Mustella. So y'all y'all make sure to tune in for that. But I, when I she put this, there's a video of him uh, behind the pulpit, and he is condoning everything that he's done. And, and because he has, he has caught so much hate for what is going on, He's trying to defend her. I don't have that video because it's too long. Uh, but it was a whole bunch of nonsense and rigmarole that he had no business saying. He groomed this baby from 10 years, 14, whatever uh, time he met her. But he met her at 14 when he was when he was counseling her parents. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into this one for, her, t- uh, for a video because that's oh, not. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and her mother me. not attending. And I can understand her mother not attending because. Yeah, she didn't. It could have been my daughter because daddy walked hey, me man. walking down the aisle. Yeah. I, you know what? I would have yeah. walked down the aisle just to get close enough to him to put my hands on him and ruin everything. <laughs> I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. But here's the thing: is it, here's what I, this is my personal feeling. I believe that pastor has something on the daddy. That's the, when they was going through counseling, mm-hmm. and so either the daddy was doing some dirt and he knew pastor knew, and so he was kind of maybe it was a blackmail. My first thought was a blackmail that he knew something on dad. And he will spill the beans. Ain't nothing worth your child. But, Ain't no black meal worth your child. And then it's but it, but it, that point become uh uh mute because they divorced anyways. So yeah, uh, I don't know, but still, I, I really I I feel like in my bones he groomed her and you were nasty some of gun. But we're gonna talk about that at tonight at 7 30. Y'all I'm gonna come and check this out. So what we're gonna do, I got a word from the sponsor. We're gonna break, we're gonna get into our last topic of the evening and take so take us out to the uh break. Um so hang tight. BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV.
All right, you guys, and welcome back, man. Listen, we're going to get into the topic of the evening. The evening, uh, the topic today is ain't no hate like Christian love. Man, let me tell you something. When I posted this earlier this week, when I tell you I got crickets, nobody, nobody liked it. <laughs> nobody got it. None of that. Now, <laughs> and I think a lot of the people that are that I roll with normally, are, you know, are pastors and Christians, and they, you know, I, I think they took some kind of offense to it. I hope not, because that's not what this was is about. Um, but this is how I'm going to start this top, this uh, this segment off. Um, and when I saw this video for the first time, I was like. This dude is off his meds for real. And this is our good friend over there, down in uh, Patriot Church, some church, Pastor Greg Locke. So you don't know who Greg Locke is. Yeah, yeah I know go. Greg Locke. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I can't even buy a baby formula on Amazon. Check me. You can check me while I'm preaching. Try to buy some Infamil, see if you can. But there's truckloads of it down on the border. All right, we might as well just start preaching for a minute, all right? <clears throat> There's truckloads of it down on the border. You see, here's what the left does. If they can't kill your baby in the womb, they'll starve them to death later on after they've been born. Now, I'm going to say something right now going to make about maybe 10 of you mad. But I don't care if it makes all of you mad. We'll start over next week. You know, the Bible talks about church discipline, right? About kicking folks out that cause trouble. I'm almost going to say I'm about to the place. I am to the place. I'm to the place right now. If you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butchering election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get... Greg Locke is the same person that's out there and told people that they, if they wore a mask or in his church during COVID-19, that he was going to kick them out. Yeah. He is a disgusting individual. Okay. I don't understand why he's able to have a platform. He's been banned from Twitter as well as he needs to be banned from Facebook and Instagram. He spreads nothing but hate. That is the most disgusting display that I have ever seen. And I think that he really needs to lose his platforms to stand there and not separate first of all the first thing you're supposed to do and the first thing in the constitution is to separate church and state so when are you going to do that and stop this mixing of the two this is what they do with this abortion stuff you know um oh god you know all of them are talking about god as they're standing up there god saving all the babies all this kind of old stuff when you're supposed to be separating the two it is completely disgusting that he stood there and said that but however i'm not surprised and me being from the Bible Belt is 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 the hypocrisy is what's disgusting. It's a lot me. of it. It's a lot you of you know it. what I'm saying. Is it's this if you do this, you can't be this or this right here. They say in the Bible it says he he who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. Well that, that's it all day, but you know, I'm just like it's it's is for me these type of people who can quote who sit up there and quote scripture and do all this, but yet you pick and choose, you cherry pick what you choose to follow. Absolutely. Every time it's the cherry picking the hypocrisy and all of that. Because for me, if you wanna if you wanna get down into it, you might as well start to talking about Leviticus and what fabrics you can wear, what foods you can eat, yeah, all yeah, of that. But that's been that's been since the beginning of time. But see, this is the problem that I have with the love hate Christian thing is he got up there and since and lied too. I don't remember. You know, I grew up as a preacher's kid. I don't remember not one sermon that I've ever heard of any pastor, my dad included, that ran with, and and ran with my dad. Not one pastor. Talk about politics in one iota. Absolutely. It was all about Christ, heaven, Jesus, get yourself saved, all that. Nothing about no, politics. And just like Ben said, people, you know, they start putting their faith in church. Um, some people that faith in church or people. 
right? Because they 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 get in so they get in tune with the person, and then even though the person knows is this morally bankrupt, right? In the church, we've seen that, right, with a lot of these preachers. Um, but it's it it's the difference between religion and relationship. Absolutely, and that's the that's the biggest thing. If we could get out of the whole religion, we're gonna be okay. But so many, so many folks just dabble. I gotta be. I'm Christian. I'm this. I'm evangelical. I'm this. I feel this way. But for that pastor, that man, that clump of sales to get up there on the on behind that pulpit and say, if you if you vote Democrat, you can't be a Christian. You a lie. You know, what I'm saying one of the comments I was reading in you on YouTube when I was uh, downloading that was you know, the Bible speaks of beware of false prophets, and he won up. You know, what I'm absolutely. Saying? One of, one of there are a lot of them, and I'm gonna just go ahead and say it like this: I don't trust no, I wouldn't trust no pastor of a mega church as far as I can not throw them. Exactly. Joe Osteen started that because uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell you something that just really made me point out to a lot of my aunties and uncles. Creflo Creflo. He said Creflo. when he said God told me. That y'all supposed to get me a new jet. <laughs> but he wasn't the only one that said that. He wasn't the only person that said that, but my folks was living listening to Creflo. Yeah. First of all, I said I don't trust no name, nobody named Creflo A Dollar. The last dollar the, the last dude I knew named Dollar he ran the players club. <laughs> so we gonna throw that out there. So but uh I said y'all sitting up there listening to this man, he a hustler. He a straight hustler, and y'all sitting up there listening to somebody hustle y'all, and with the with the Lord's word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and people are a victim of this daily getting hustled. Cause well, guess what? You sit there, and you pay your last, going in there paying your tithes and doing all this. I'm gonna get a blessing. I'm gonna get a blessing. But when your lights get turned off, where the church is? Exactly. It always, when we talk about things like this, it reminds me of an episode of Martin. Y'all remember that episode of Martin? Yeah, we just about we were alive. Yeah, uh, where where uh, uh, Martin's mama was getting yes, getting fleeced by uh, the pastor or whatever. And, the Reverend uh, Leon Lenny Love. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It always reminds me of that. Uh, these mega, mega churches, you can't, like he just said, you can't go to them after your lights or something get cut off or you need help with rent or something like that. The church is supposed to be a small entity that uh, takes care of the community, community. around it, not right. a mega church that sits on 20 acres. The pastor is living on 50 acres and he's driving a doggone um, uh, Lamborghini Royce. and uh, the you look out in the 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 parking lot and you don't see anything but Hyundai's, Hondas and uh Pintos hey, hey, and stuff hey. like that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, come on, compare that to a Rolls Royce, you know. <laughs> I mean, he he's he's rolling big and what y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? It's just it's not okay. Um but there's a whole bunch that we could go into regarding the church, especially the black church. If we want to talk about the black church, the building oh. fund and ain't put a doorknob on the church, you know, how many, you know, I just donated my mother just called me a second ago. Uh, we selling some at the church for the building fund. I need you to buy some of these tickets. I sent the $20. That's all I had. Hey, I oh, sent yeah. it. I sent it to her, you know, that's my mama, yeah. so I can't. Oh, yeah. I would have sent a 1050. That's just <laughs> me, though. I, just, I mean, I, I, can't. I can't. This is this is like for me, and I'm just speaking on my experience. When before we when I was a child, I remember my my first pastor. And my second pastor, these were these old southern, you know, Fine, they 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 still live in the country over on their folks, you know, yeah. property. You know what I'm saying? They ain't riding good or nothing. They ain't uh, you know, we all congregate, they know everybody, they know your mama, they know your grandmama, they've been in that same church, that same church with yeah. the ceiling fans where you waving the fans sweating he up there preaching so hard he sweating <laughs> yeah. and you know what i'm saying but you know it was it was more of a family kind of thing yeah as i got older and you know ventured out into the world started going to these other churches i'm saying i'm looking around and i'm seeing these folks pastors sitting up there with jewelry on that's shining good they got when I first time I saw an ATM machine in the church, I was through. Yeah, mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah, mm -hmm. at that point. 
I'm listening to the hypocrisy. I'm seeing what's going on around the church. Mm-hmm. Say what he was, what with who, and y'all still yeah. letting him stand up there and do what? And I, I don't understand it. And the church is still full. And the church is still full. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you know he didn't slept with his deacon's wife, and y'all still letting him get up there and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta go. Exactly. Yeah. And they, they had the old saying, they say, you know, they, they try to cover that up with the sayings of, well, don't look at the messenger. Get the message. Mm-hmm. No, because I, like, if, if, miss, if, me. <laughs> miss me with that, because yeah. I know ain't no man on earth walking perfect. True. But if you are supposed to be a shepherd of the word, then you need to strive to live your life in some type of moral, in some type of, have some type of moral code yeah. that doesn't entail that 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 turns you off from another man's wife that turns you off from children that turns you off from all of this stuff that should not be going on i mean you 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 look at some of the some of the biggest um the the disasters in and with churches you know you look at jimmy swagger who was one of them um you look at jim baker who frauded everybody i mean it's been throughout the the, the history of church and people are now they're starting to get to the point where that they, they don't want to touch church they, they mm-hmm. don't want church so this is what i'm going to do i got five reasons why people stop going to church and i'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it in necessary order i'm going to do the five okay and we're going we'll talk mm-hmm. about each one all right the first one they're not finding any community there's no community there's ch- church is has now become to me maybe and i could be wrong um, church is now like a status symbol. Kind Absolutely. Of, you know, what church do you go to? I go to the, I, like when Bishop Eddie Long was living and he pastored New Birth down in, in uh, Atlanta. What church do you go to? I go to New Birth. Okay, and what else? What, what else? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Even like what they're supposed to be to me. Right, Eddie Murphy, uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Long was smashing his, one of his uh, armor bears. I mean, come on, I mean, really? Yep. It's, it's the new birth way. No, no, not. no, no community. It does, and, and I firmly believe that. And there is so much, so much in this community. There's so much church hurt. Name one per you can, I can guarantee you, you can name uh, 10 people on both hands and toe, uh, hands and toes that have been through church hurt. They've been, and now me and Quinn were talking about it uh, earlier. You know, we have been uh, hurt by the church, lied to, manipulated, all that. I mean, and there's just no community in the church anymore. I remember when I was little, I went to a missionary Baptist church and every other Sunday we would get out of church early and we would go out into the community and mm-hmm. pass out plates and do all that. There's none of that now. No, nah, yep. ain't none of that. And, right. and this is the one thing that bothers me too. We raise money about everything, right? So you sitting up there, they 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 patting the collection plate round about everything. I'm still walking to the same church. I ain't seeing no no differences, no differences, no differences. What is money going? Then they want to the the pastor. You got to pay the pastor, and then when the pastor anniversary, what the hell is a pastor's anniversary? I don't give a damn about him. It's everybody's anniversary. If I get one of those. I don't give a it, damn about it, his it, anniversary, about when the day he it, started pastoring up in this church, because he get a check every goddamn week. Now, uh, now yeah. I'm gonna tell you this though, in in some of the churches, and I believe that they're the Kojic churches. You know, their pastors don't get paid. Don't get salary. However, they do the church anniversaries, and then they'll do like these love offerings, like mm-hmm. uh, maybe once a month or once every couple of months. But they get bank when they do it. You know bank. what I'm saying? They get a big bank. They get enough to sustain for a couple of months, but they don't do salaries. Now, I, you know, I understand that, but I think I think it's okay to have a, a you know, a yeah, uh, yeah. Know. <laughs> and, you know, and we gonna do something. Let me show. Maybe if you want to do some uh, anniversary, do the anniversary of the founding of the church, and then collect money and do something to the church. Oh yeah. Well, some people don't have doing But anyway, we're not gonna go back. <laughs> I, I want. Why to you still got it. that wooden? Why you still got that nineteen sixty seven water fountain sitting right there in this twenty twenty two? With the little cone cups. Beat your ushers. Do that. Do that. <laughs> Put um, an air conditioner up in here. <laughs> 
I some more fans. Well, we can go all day, but listen, I, I want to say this uh, as a disclaimer. I, I am not, because I grew up in the church. I grew up as a pastor's kid. And there's a reason why I'm doing these five, because I want to tie it right back into the topic uh, when I get done here. Number two, um, with the top five and why people start going to church, they're not learning about God. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about politics. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about money. And nonsense. And you're talking about mm-hmm. that. You're, you're giving personal beliefs of what you feel about something. I had a, I had some friends out in Idaho. You guys know I, I lived in Idaho for five years, but I still got uh, friends back there. And there was, and, we'll, and it refers back to, into the hate, uh, there was a book uh, signed, a book, a book reading literacy program that was going to do at a Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Uh and that was fine, um, but but what happened was there was there were uh, the people that were going to that through the program wanted to do it and drag, mm. and a lot of folks were in a complete uproar about that, mm. and the hate that came from it is one thing. My wife and I got into a discussion about it. She said the same thing, and, she, and this is her my wife's beliefs. Her her belief is if it was my children, I wouldn't let them go because you know whatever, and then. But it was a thing of that's a choice as a parent. Mm-hmm. But to be able to, but to in the same breath go and say, "Well, I hate you, this person," because the Bible says, you know, right? You're spewing that hate right back to him. That's what we're talking about. There's no, there's no uh, hate like Christian love. I love you though. Mm-hmm. The Bible said, all right. Mm-hmm. So they're not learning about God. Nothing. So here's here's what I learned from a friend of mine that's a pastor. Mm-mm. Okay, that's scary. <laughs> and, 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 and I learned it without him knowing that I learned it. They got seven to ten good sections of the Bible that they gonna recycle on you every time. Every time. Regurgitation, yeah. Every time. They just gonna recycle all out of all them books. They gonna yeah. go to John, they gonna go to Acts, they gonna go to Proverbs, they gonna go to Matthew, and they gonna go to Mark, and uh, uh but they go to but that's what most of their content, and they probably go in Corinthians a little bit, but yeah. that's what most of their content gonna come from out of Six, all the books. Oh, they damn sure gonna preach Revelations. They gonna yeah. scare you into yeah. giving. They gonna scare you into yeah. submission. Yeah. Listen, we'll move on. Number three, uh, the top five, uh, why people start going to church. Legitimate doubt is prohibited. You cannot have a conversation with somebody and disagree with them. I was watching a video before we went live where there was a woman's a YouTube video, a Karen, of course, and she just, she got into a full-blown argument with this young man because he would not repent. You don't have that right as a Christian if you are able, because the word Christian is a derivative of being Christ-like, correct? I, I could be wrong. I could be Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, like that's is, 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 is the following of Christ. Right. But you you also have those, what a lot of people have, because they eliminated the section of, like, it, they're very small, but they eliminated the section of the, the Christians, and then Christian has exploded because the Catholics are supposed to be Christian also, but the Gnostics is the are the Christians that they found fanatical because they also do it, the, the the books of the Bible that aren't in the Bible, they followed those books like the books of Mary and the books of uh you know it's a lot of books that didn't make the Council of Nicaea when when Charlemagne or Europe you know when Charlemagne you know, adopted the Christian uh, faith. Mm. But, you know, the Gnostics, you know, they don't subscribe to them, which who probably are the true followers of Christ. Mm. But at Because the end, what we get now is the European version of Christianity. Okay. So that's where the hate come from? That's where the hate come from. Okay. Because when the church got into power, okay. the church seen what they can use. The When, when Europeans got a hold of Christianity... They seen how they can use the faith yeah. to subjugate people, to manipulate people. More people don't die in the name of Jesus, <laughs> and, and and that's the thing that that really gets me. And I, 
but for I hate the religion has been perverted. I I hate this to read. I had a classmate just this morning. I was reading uh, his post, and it was an evangelical post. You know how we should not kill babies and all this other good stuff right here. But in the whole comp, in the whole post, though, you you being you passing judgment. How? That's not what we're supposed to do. We're not we're not supposed to be passing any kind of judgment. You know what I'm saying? But here's the number four. Number four reason. God missing altogether in the church. Ain't no I agree. This. Ain't I agree. No of it. Like how? How can you if you talking if if you say how you hate your brother, but in the next breath say I love you? Or Jesus said, I did a I did a Facebook live the other day about it. You're gonna you're gonna oh well God said God told me to tell you. That you can't be a you you can't be a heathen you can't be a sinner man please the Bible says that God hate God hates the sin not the sinner right so we my my daddy when he would preach every every sermon I swear he could have said it in every sermon he may not have but it seemed like he did but in every sermon he would always say let the tap and the tear grow together when I come back Jesus when he comes back he'll do separating who are we who are we to tell anybody what they can and can't do? Who, you know, they, they, you believe that there's only two genders. Okay, that's your belief. But how can you, how can you take that belief and say, well, you don't, you're going to go straight to hell? Okay, first of all, anybody to tell you that is just tell them to shut up. How are you going to go straight to hell? Who is you? You going with me? You going with me? We, we going and we going arm and arm together. <laughs> but you know here. what? I asked this once. You know, once before when I was young, mm. I said, uh, my grandma slapped me in the mouth too, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I said, uh, the Bible don't, don't really mention hell in it. You know, so how they really know it's a, the, the Bible don't mention, if you, you, you see, if you, you don't really see the word hell in the Bible, it may have been added in the new versions of the Bible, but the old versions we was using, the word hell wasn't in there. So where you get hell from? Yeah, who described it? Who and who? next thing you know, yeah, don't question God. I ain't questioning God. I'm asking y'all where y'all get it yeah, from. That's, yeah, that's t- yeah. My mom used to me all the time. No question, God. Don't do I'm asking y'all where y'all get it from because I'm listening to man. I ain't yeah. heard God speak to me yet. And you know, and some people that that uh that spew that hate, and they say they hear from God. That's indigestion. You need some Pepto for that. <laughs> There's an app for that. All right, it's an unknown. You know what I'm saying? And and and. They ain't heard God. They heard their granddaddy, their daddy, or their mama it's that groomed them into that hate. And the number one reason, in my opinion, why people have stopped going to church, the church has become so irrelevant. The leaders are hypocritical, and leaders have experienced too much moral failure. Now, to me, this, that has created so much church hurt amongst a bunch of people because they ran into a church that the leader was hypocritical. I used to go to a I used to go to a church years ago where my pastor would get up there and he was an apostle. He would get up there in the pulpit and he would sling that nonsense from the pulpit. And if he knew your personal business, it's over. Don't be in a counseling session with him and tell him and tell him some personal stuff. You going the whole congregation going to hear about it. Then, then they they'll cloak it with uh uh public uh private rebuke. No, private love, public rebuke. Or someone other, or something like that. Like, you gonna take my personal business? You gonna take my affliction? And I told you in secrecy and privacy and confidence, and in the confidence. And you gonna go and tell the whole congregation? And the congregation ain't stupid; they know exactly who who you're talking about. Because some of these egotistical pastors sit there and fling that mess and look right at you when you do it. Exactly. That's that brother right there, boy. He ain't right. What? How? It's become so irrelevant. They've experienced too much more more failure. If you think about, you know, you look at John Gray, who who's been caught cheating so many times, and probably got a kid out there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I I all five of these, I totally agree with, and three of the five of these is the reason why I stopped going years ago, because 
I just, I'm not getting anything. I, and then somebody don't like my opinion about something. I get attacked. These are church members. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know what I, this, you, know, you know what I learned? And I'm, I'm only 36 years old, but I stopped going to church a while, like in my early 20s. Mm -hmm. And the only time I would go to church is if my grandma, when she was living, which is, you know, coming in and just ask me, will I go to church with her? And I go in there, but she seldom did that. But here's my thing about it, though. I don't have to go to this building with these people to believe in God and to believe that Jesus is my savior. If I want to hear some singing, I can got I got gospel anytime I can I can put that up, pull it up on my phone, sure. read my Bible and say my prayers. I don't have to go to this building and contribute to and be a part of your group or be a part of what you got going on. So just because I had these views of the church does not mean I have these views of being you know, that I'm an atheist or something like that. I got a problem with what go on with the people in the building. You can't have that argument with them, though. They'll, they'll call you all kinds of heathens and tell you you're going right to hell because you're <laughs> speaking that opinion. Because so, here's the thing that I try to remind people of since y'all so hip on Jesus. What was the first thing Jesus did when he got to Jerusalem and seen what was going on in his church? He threw a fit. And turned over tables, everything. Jesus was gangster, gangster. He meant it. You know what I'm saying? You would collect, you you collecting taxes on my people? Yeah, we going to get hand flip that. And, uh, and people don't realize that the, the that the word tithe that they only start collecting money for tithes when the Christian church when the church was taken over by Europeans when they seen that they can get get money and land out of people for the church. I tell you, crazy. Well, listen, Learn your history. We, <laughs> this is what we're gonna do. This is our. This is our, this is the section of the final thoughts here. Um, what I want uh, Miss Tiffany to do is to give us your final thoughts about this show. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate you for being here. I You're you welcome, babies. Uh, I know I texted you when it was Deanna's birthday. Uh, I want to. I was gonna cash out you some money for her for her birthday. But uh, oh, did you text me? Yeah, I did. You did? I, think, I think you changed phones though. After I think when you changed phones, and then yeah, yeah, yeah I switched yeah. phones and you texted me. Yeah. yesterday and your number wasn't you know anyway yeah. so um do you, it was good you text me again because i had your number in my new phone because i had yeah. to get that old phone man it, it, although it hurt me to let it go <laughs> i had to let it go i've been had it for six months and never switched but um your heart and your wallet <laughs> yeah exactly well thank y'all for uh having me on the show i really appreciate, appreciate it you. um <laughs> and i got a little cough over here it's too much. But it's too I would say, yeah, I will say, I will just say that you know, my final thoughts. Great show, wonderful show. Um, on Roe v. Wade, you know, you guys, like I said, make sure you go and support the um mm -hmm. nonprofits that you can. Also, get out and vote in November if you're in a place where you need to vote. And um, and also on the on the bishop thing, he's a disgusting piece of shit. And then you know, I don't go to church, so anyway there's that <laughs> there's that <laughs> so, i'm supposed to get a hold of you i, I know you want to grow that black red news page over there oh, yeah you can go over to my black red news page on facebook just put in double d mother on facebook and you'll uh pick it right up you get hey you get everything over there i do politics celebrity tea anything so make sure you guys go ahead and come and take a look at us over there on instagram facebook twitter also you can check out my podcast the real tea with double d wherever you stream your podcast Absolutely. Thank you for being here, too. I really appreciate mm -hmm. you. Quinn, what's your final thoughts, buddy? We're going to roll out. Pass the trash. Get out <laughs> and vote. If you want people to go to church, fix the church. There you go. Bring it back home to where it's community and family. There you go. And here's my final thought. is this right here. Um, Shut up. <laughs> shut up. I mean, if you have an opinion, <laughs> shut up. I mean, if, if you're going to be, if you're going to hate, if you hate something, just shut up. It don't have, it, it don't have anything to do with you. And then you opening your mouth, it'll make it worse. Just roll. Just roll with it. Worry about you. The Williams brothers had a great song back in the day. Great gospel song. And they said, sweep around your own front door. No, you sweep around said, he, said, he, take, he said, take six months to mind your own business. And take the other six months to leave other folks' business alone. And you'll be all right. All right. Until next week, man. Y'all be blessed. Love y'all.